Hey everybody, Tyree here with Before I Forget. Listening to Backstabber by Zarkan and Saza. Going to be playing a lot more of their music, so get used to it. So hey, I'm back from San Francisco. We lost the game. So we paid a whole bunch of money to go and watch this game, and we lost. It's a crazy story on how things actually happened. So uh, I ordered our tickets on SeatGeek or some shit like that, and you know, seven tickets. It came out to like twelve hundred bucks. We go up through security. Everything's fine. I break out my phone to scan the tickets. The lady takes my phone from me. And she starts swiping and then she starts scanning tickets, but it's the wrong tickets. It's a game in November next uh, next month. So, you know, no shit. I kind of like completely, I'm a black dude, but I turned completely gray in the face. Because I thought that I just made my entire family go way up north for this game and I bought the wrong tickets. Either way, uh, I took the phone back from the lady. It took me like five minutes to figure out what actually happened. I found the tickets and we got in. So it was all good. Yeah, the Niners lost. We were in the nosebleeds. Those were actually really good seats. That's a really cool stadium. Uh, It has some hiccups in some spots, but it's actually a very nice stadium, Levi Stadium. So if you get a chance and you're in the area, go to a game there and hopefully you can see them fucking win. Because I didn't. Um, Drove back home and... uh, here I am doing this show right now. So what I wanted to do as usual, when it's just me, I'm going to do a quick little 3M earplug lawsuit update. This is information from Judge Roberts. If you're part of this lawsuit, pay attention. If not, uh, skip forward. I don't know. So there are 39 plaintiffs, 39 of us who haven't turned in all the proper information and your shit's about to get fucking dismissed, dude. We got to get on the ball. You need to contact your lawyer and give them your social security information. Just the the last four of the number, um, a good phone number so they can contact you and a good email. The reason why Judge Roberts is this, you know, the reason why a lot of these cases are being dismissed is they don't have any proper contact information for you guys. Um, And Archer the computer system that's going to send out all the information for the settlement, they can't reach you if they don't have your information. So you got to do what you got to do. It's not always a scam. Somebody's going to call you from Archer and ask for some things. It's legit. You can give it to them. If it's from anything other than Archer, it's probably a scam. Just be careful. Um, it's very important that you guys stay on top of that because that deadline is going to be coming up soon. I think uh, by the end of next month or the start of the new year. But you don't want to be last in because it's first in, first out with the money. If you turn in your paperwork now, you'll get your money, I believe, and the word on the street is by the end of December. So nice little Christmas present for your family. Good? Cool. Go check that out. So, I was trying to think of a story to tell you guys, uh, either army or police, and I think I'm going to go the police route. Um, so I used to work in Pacific Division for a little bit, 
It's basically working along Venice Beach and all the beach areas in Los Angeles, specifically like the southern part of Los Angeles. <clears throat> and it was really a good a good thing for me because it was a it was a way for me to get away from Skid Row. I had been working down there for I don't know what seven years. Oh no, not seven, five or six years at that point. So leaving and going to a, a different setting was very positive for me. But motherfucker, if was if it wasn't the same shit, but worse. So at the time, LAPD, we were not allowed to move any homeless person or the property. I get that. That's their stuff. I'm clean. I don't want to touch it. They can have it. But eventually it piles up and completely takes over the street. You have to have enough room for a wheelchair to pass on a sidewalk. And a lot of times they'll build a tent and they'll have the property and it'll exceed that area. And then we have to intervene because, you know, a handicapped person can't get past. When I tell you going into those tents, you find the craziest stuff. Personally, like I said, I don't want to go into this tent. This is their house. This is their property. I don't want to be in there, but sometimes I have to. We'll find guns, drugs, kids, <laughs> any manner of things inside of those fucking tents. So it's very important that we you know, monitor them. But the city, again, wouldn't allow us to touch them for a minute. So all of Venice Beach would look like a complete homeless encampment. Like literally on the beach, all along the boardwalk, Muscle Beach, everywhere down there full of homeless people. So eventually we had to clear them out. But personally, I took a sick day because that's not my deal. I'm not a I don't I don't badger the homeless man. Let them go. Um, but at the same time, like people in their property there, like people in their houses, those are million dollar houses people are staying in and there's. You know, a homeless encampment in front. And we would like to help them out by, you know, getting them to a shelter, you know, helping them out any way possible. But again, the city keeps our hands off and we just basically watched entire corners of streets and blocks just turn into encampments. And something similar happened on Skid Row a couple of years ago where we couldn't t- touch any of their stuff. And. The, the drug dealers and the gang members knew this, so they took a parking lot off of uh, San Julian downtown in Skid Row and basically turned it into the Carter in New Jack City. If you know what the reference, you get it. This place was a one-stop shop for drugs, sex, weapons, anything you wanted. And because it was a homeless encampment, we couldn't go in. So... We would sit on top of the buildings with binoculars and just watch people dealing drugs, doing all kind of crazy shit in these areas. And it's nothing we can do about it. And I'm saying this because the people who are in charge of this stuff, the people who make the laws need to reconsider what is possible for us to do to help facilitate a better way to help these people. A lot of these people are legitimately just down in the look and they need help. You know, the shelters downtown, they can only hold so many people. 
uh, more work needs to be done to improve the quality of service that is provided to homeless folks and people with mental illness in the city of Los Angeles. Um, very important. So anyway, back to Venice Beach and all that kind of stuff. Uh, after a couple months, it was just like normal. Not even a big thing. There's homeless people everywhere. They're actually very cool people. Um, almost like a bunch of hippies, but not really. Every now and then you come across somebody who's on some bad stuff, took a bad trip, and they're not having a good time. And, you know, we would detain them and take them away from everyone else so they don't start beating up people like they used to do. And uh, try to keep Venice Beach clean, Muscle Beach, all that kind of stuff. If you're ever in the Los Angeles area, really, for one, I don't understand why people go to Los Angeles to visit like downtown, because what the fuck is down there? There's nothing downtown. Never go there. There's a bunch of other really cool places to go besides there. Um, Santa Monica. Fucking anywhere else except downtown L.A. Hollywood. Go to Hollywood, man. Walk on the fucking Hollywood's Walk of Fame and all that kind of shit. But stay away from downtown. There's nothing good down there. Like, unless you just like really tall buildings. And isn't there really not a lot of really tall buildings down there either? L.A. is spread out very, very far. Yeah, but there's a a couple miles of buildings condensed in downtown that are, you know, skyscrapers. But there's not very many skyscrapers there. Anyway, go visit some other place. Don't go to downtown L.A. It's shit. Go to Santa Monica or... Like we said, Hollywood or Burbank. I don't know. Anywhere else but there. Fuck. <laughs> so any, uh, the news on the show. <clears throat> uh, Kevin, just waiting for him to get ready to come back to the show. Uh, I will continue to, to chug along here every week until he does or until I die. So there's that. That means I ain't going a fucking place. And I want to personally thank you for sticking around. Our fucking listens have gone up. We've had 22,000 impressions in a matter of like seven or eight days. That's huge for us. Um, a lot of our older plays, our older shows are getting listens. Uh, thank you for that. There's some old shows on there. I wish I could delete, <laughs> but they're stuck. I would totally ignore some of those shows. I would listen to the shows with me and Kevin on them or me, Kevin, and a guest. They're almost always great. Every now and then there's a shit one, but, you know, we'll talk about it later. And on that note, I really don't have much, man. I hit the uh, 10-minute mark. We're at 11. Thank you for listening to Before I Forget. Please like, listen, share, subscribe. There's nothing to watch yet because I didn't record the fucking video. Thank you for listening to Before I Forget. Y'all have a good one. Hey, hi, Doc, and hi, Phil, Phil Hendry. Thank you for listening. Mr. Phil Hendry. Oh.